train on fire and a country's hopes going up in flames. Dark plumes of smoke rose from Khartoum airport for a third day as government forces attacked from the air. They're targeting men from a militia called the Rapid Support Forces, but increasing numbers of civilians are being killed and injured. Burhan represents Sudan's traditional northern military elite, which has ruled the country more or less continuously since independence. Khemeti led the feared Janjaweed in Darfur, which became the RSF. Neither man seems willing to relinquish power to a civilian government as they agreed last year. Uh, thank you so much for uh, providing us special care to look for our safety, for our family thank you so much for this uh, today and yesterday the situations is or are getting a little bit uh, good and quiet but uh, we don't know after the end of the truce maybe uh, the two parties now they are still mobilizing their armies and preparing themselves to uh, restart uh, the fightings, but we don't know what is the real situation that gonna be uh, gonna be taking place in the next uh, few days. Thank you so much. I will make you update by any news. This is a fight between two men who pledged to work together: General Abdel Fattah Al Burhan, the head of Sudan's ruling council, and his deputy the leader of the RSF, the militia, General Mohammed Hamdan Dagalo, known as Hemeti. Uh, the last two days, maybe uh, the most uh, deadly days here in Khartoum. But today, it's a little bit quiet. And uh, the life, maybe uh, it looks like uh, normal. Uh, till now, we don't know uh, what is the future or after uh, the next two or three hours that... Uh, uh, the fighting going to be in which state or something like that. But uh, till now, everything is good. And uh, since this morning, everything is uh, super quiet. So uh, this is the situation here uh, in Khartoum. Thank, and thank you because you are uh, taking some care uh, towards us. Thank you so much, brother.
so as I said previously, on ground there is no ceasefire, there is no truce. Uh, European support forces they are continue attacking uh, civilians, they looting their properties, and uh, also they still uh, raping the ladies in their houses. And uh, the situation is really alarming. Uh, our our uh, national uh, armies, they are not found on the ground, just using uh, the, the, the uh, fighting gates to combat the, uh, the rebellions. And uh, the rebellions, they have wide spread on uh, the main streets, uh, they are from time to time firing, like uh, ground anti-craft uh, uh, firing and something like that. Uh, since the war uh, has been started, we are just hiding ourselves inside uh, the houses and sometimes uh, we are hiding under our beds because the fire is very intensive and uh, maybe they fall uh, in our houses, if uh, on the roofs of our uh, rooms or something like that. So uh, the situation is not uh, really promising and uh, we, it's really scary, huh? it's really scary. So uh, the people who are uh, evacuated their families in the uh, first stages of the war really they uh, took the right decision and now we are uh, in trap i think we are in real trap so uh, uh, just uh, uh, prayer praying for uh, allah to protect us and protect our families on just uh, seeking your prayers also and colleagues from everywhere they just providing us with their prayers their thoughts and uh, alhamdulillah wishing tomorrow will be best and uh, will be better and uh, thank you thank you but uh, there is important thing today uh, since uh, morning there is no uh, sound of bullets or explosions or something like that situation today generally is uh, really quiet and calm so i uh, hope this will continue for the next days Yeah, the fighting it is only here in uh, Khartoum, as the capital of Sudan. Uh, it's only here, but uh, before three days, there is uh, maybe a, tri a tribal uh, conflict in the uh, western part of the country, which is uh, uh, close to Chad, in the, in the borders of... Uh, between Chad and Sudan, it's called uh, West Darfur State. Uh, the capital city is Jinena. Also, uh, there is a conflict between two tribes. Really, it is devastating. Eh? It is devastating everything there because also the rebellion uh, here, who are fighting here in the capital of Sudan, they belong to the Arab tribes. They have heavy machine guns. 
also their tribe in western part of the country. They have the same weapons, so they defeated uh, the other uh, tribe. Something that like they committed uh, such kind of atrocities and and uh, genocides there. So, uh, but the, the, the fighting that the main fighting between the government between the uh, Sudanese uh, army forces and uh, the rapid support forces, it is concentrated here in Khartoum only. Uh, and maybe uh, there is a minor fighting. Uh, in the streets that leads uh, to the capital cities of the states. They are in Jazeera state, Northern state, maybe uh, Darfur state. So, so you can find some pockets of uh, the rebellion. They are uh, situated there. And so from time to time, maybe they uh, committed uh, such kind of looting, uh, such kind of arresting some uh, uh, people because they suspending them uh, maybe uh, just like suspect that it looks like the soldiers or something like that. Uh, this is the situation down. Yeah, uh, you know. Uh, uh, in the context here in Sudan, maybe uh, the regions are built based on the tribal, uh, the intensity of uh, tribalism in the area. So uh, previously, maybe uh, during the period from 2000-2005, there is uh, wide spread of uh, rebellion uh, movements, especially in Darfur region, uh, and those uh, uh, rebellion movements are classified as uh, maybe uh, according to their Africanism. Maybe uh, they are they are they are non-Arab uh, uh, tribes. So uh, at that time, the government of Sudan has recruited uh, some uh, combatants from Arab tribes to fight the non-Arab tribes in Darfur. Uh, based on that, uh, the rapid support forces have been uh, emerged and uh, supported by the government and uh, well uh, equipped and armed and they have uh, a similar power of uh, uh, weapons and uh, vehicles and everything. Uh, you see, uh, the soldiers that uh, are belongs to the rapid support forces, they are looks like uh, the, the Marines that, that who are uh, uh, in the USA. They uh, have a full weapons. They have maybe like uh, foot items and protective uh, things and everything that can equip them to be uh, good and well fighters. They have. In the other hand, uh, the, the fighters who are belong to the non-Arab uh, tribes who are now the uh, who, who who were uh, signed like agreement with the government. 
they really poor as they don't have any equipments or arms to fight uh, the rapid support forces and uh, because their uh, vulnerability they really defeated by the rapid support uh, forces uh, in the period uh, uh, before 2017 and after 2017 the government of sudan uh, they are uh, issued like a law that give uh, a legalization uh, to the rapid support forces to be the second uh, armies after the uh, Sudanese armed forces and they gave uh, like an authority and uh, they gave a right to recruit another fighters and uh, something like that. So uh, this uh, rapid support forces mainly uh, depend on the Arab tribes uh, members and fighters and now everyone in Sudan knows that the rapid support forces, they are like uh, Arab combata, uh, combatants, uh, something like that. So uh, this, these are the, uh, the context of uh, the situation here. And you don't know deeply about the complexity of the situation unless uh, you know deeply about uh, Sudan and especially the uh, people from the western part of Sudan and how they they trying to protect their tribes to protect their areas or something like that do you know uh, regions or uh, areas in Darfur and Kordofan belongs to the tribe in the state uh, of their national nationalism so uh, every uh, tribe they saying this area belongs to us so if they are natural resources they are uh, resources like gold like oil like something like that they say these are our resources and if the government uh, want to make like investment at that area they have to confess by the right of uh, the people who are living at that area to just make like a provision of uh, like a portion, a portion from oil from to be directed to the people who are on the land. So the situation is really uh, complex and uh, hope everything will be good. Uh, regarding uh, the health care uh, issue, it's really difficult here. Uh, some officials are reported that uh, maybe only 30 uh, of, uh, of hospitals, 30 out of 170 maybe, here in Khartoum uh, city, 30 out of 170 uh, hospitals only are working here and uh, and uh, now they are maybe are providing the health care services to the civilians and uh, those from the military sites so uh, several or a number of civilians who are uh, injured or have maybe severe wounds 
or something like that or you can say uh, general as uh, casualties they don't find any uh, medical uh, services some are used traditional medicines or something like that but if uh, he is from uh, financially uh, capable families maybe uh, their family can take take them to the, the neighboring states and they receive uh, some medicate type of medications there we have one of our relatives also uh, maybe uh, he have shot on his stomach and totally that uh, projectile damaged his uh, stomach maybe from uh, over here under his neck up to uh, down to the uh, close to the his legs there in the area of the patients here and uh, he stayed here in Khartoum maybe for more than one week and he didn't receive any kind of medical uh, services and uh, finally uh, his brothers decided to take him to the uh, Madani city Madani is the capital city of Jazeera state it is about 200 kilometers from Khartoum so they evacuated him there and now he is receiving uh, medical care in high uh, high uh, quality and yesterday i have talked uh, to him and he said he's really uh, feel he's okay and comfortable and this is the situation uh, so uh, you see uh, a number of civilians they really uh, shot dead while they are sleeping in their beds you see a number of civilians when they are hiding themselves in their in their own rooms maybe uh, some kind uh, some kind of projectiles or bullets may penetrate the roofs of their houses or damage the whole uh, house on their heads uh, this is the situation uh, a number of dead bodies they are laying on the streets uh, but there are a number of associations they called each other they make like an initiative that to bury uh, the dead bodies and something like that but uh, maybe also this will be another ca catastrophe a catastrophe uh, will appear during the next uh, months or something like that in terms of uh, our uh, health site yeah? maybe in kind of uh, pollution or something like that this is situations generally yeah uh, food supply situation is uh, really bad really bad uh, but uh, uh, in the first days of the war the people who have uh, maybe uh, sufficient amounts of money they really uh, rush and uh, bought uh, very huge amounts of food from the supermarkets and the never ma neverwhere markets 
even me I did uh, the same but uh, in Khartoum here the majority of uh, the people here uh, the, the, the type of their work is uh, mainly depend on uh, uh, salaries that uh, that uh, normally uh, uh, received as monthly basis uh, others are uh, hand workers who are really uh, their income as daily basis. Uh, uh, those people who are builders or uh, people who are working or who are fixing the problems of uh, uh, light, uh, blocks of electricity or carpenters or uh, who are fixing the problems of uh, water pipes or something like that. So, uh, in order to purchase your uh, amounts of food from uh, the markets that you have, uh, you should uh, secure uh, the, the, the amounts in your pocket. Otherwise, uh, just you can just uh, be like a beggar. But uh, the Sudanese, Sudanese people uh, mainly characterized as uh, uh, people who are supporting their neighbors, supporting their uh, neighbors, their relatives, and every needy peoples. Uh, even us here in our area, uh, we see normally here some uh, rich people or people of uh, uh, satisfactory uh, economic situation they are providing their poor uh, neighbors by food by money and something like that uh, but our uh, secured money here now it's starting to run running out and uh, our uh, uh, management in the organization uh, two days uh, uh, back they sent us maybe uh, uh, amounts of money in our uh, bank's accounts uh, and this is maybe something that appreciated but the majority of the people who are working in the public sector maybe uh, two months they didn't receive any amount from the government as a salary so their economic situation is really bad and some of them they say just we uh, we have only one meal per day others they saying two or three days me uh, me and my families we don't have even one meal so we are trying to support them by any means and uh, the most important thing that have to be mentioned here is the banking systems generally is now broken. Uh, the rebellion, they are attacked. Maybe more than 90% of the uh, banks here in Khartoum, they looted it. They destroyed everything within the banks and then they opened the doors of the bank to the uh, criminals and uh, perpetrators to complete the process of looting and something like that. 
uh, also they started attack the houses of the civilians with the criminals. The criminals also they organize themselves in groups. They taking like armies, traditional armies. Some of them they are, they have uh, fire weapons. Also, they enter to the houses. They looting cars, carjacking, and some of them they are raped ladies and something like that. Women they are really suffered from this war and still suffering. Their voices is highly, highly, is high, high. They high voices. Everyone hears them. Uh, this is uh, number one. Uh, this is situation, economic situation and security situation till now. Uh, so, uh, if there are uh, no any new protective measures, I think uh, all the civilians who are now still living in their houses, they they decide to leave the area because uh, there are some bad phenomena now appeared. Uh, hope that everything will uh, be good, inshallah. Thank you. All times we are in the house, just uh, using our uh, mobiles, just uh, going through the different multimedia apps just to to see the situation here and there and uh, what what is going on in the neighboring areas and the surrounding areas news from our army forces armed forces and something like that so all times the mobile is in our hands Sudan's position on the Red Sea makes it strategically important. Russia's been negotiating to build a naval base in Port Sudan, which the U.S. fears could jeopardize shipping through the Bab al-Mandab Passage, which links the Red Sea to the Gulf of Aden and the Indian Ocean. Egypt, the UAE, Saudi Arabia and China all have interests in Sudan. But as government fighter jets fly over Khartoum, neither man's powerful foreign friends seem able to broker a truce. We really thankful to Allah because always protecting us and protect our family. Dear brothers, thank you so much for everything that you are providing to me and my family.